0: Welcome to Crap Movie Club. Today, you're not hearing the dulcet tones of Max introducing us. You're stuck with me, Tim, kind of hosting the whole thing. And I know Max is already questioning letting me be in charge. Um, with me, as always, are Jordan. Hello. And our normal host, Max. All right. <laughs> it's, weird, it's weird when you're on the other side, isn't it, Max? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Um, natural reaction. All right. <laughs> so... Today, the reason we're kind of mixing it up a little bit is because we're going to be looking forward to the films that are coming out in 2021 that we're really excited about. So the format's completely different to what we normally do, a bit of a cheeky bonus episode. So we're going to go through a film each that we're really into, go around three times, and then there's a little game that we're going to do with Jordan, which hopefully should lead to some hilarity. And then Max is going to give us a bit of a download of all the Marvel stuff that's coming out, which is an absolute shitload of it
1: download it sounds very cyberpunk it's gonna go straight your brain
0: oh don't don't bring up cyberpunk i've still not got my refund oh that's annoying subject yeah i'm absolutely fuming about it
1: so uh, so Tim, I thought you'd be a good person to do this because uh, you're, you're really kind of like tapped into this, the, the film scene and the schedules, what's coming out, you know, what the rumours are. So, you know, you're like the grand kind of planner of 2021. Uh, and, and so I thought you'd be a good person to kind of walk us through what's to come.
0: Yeah, like my organisational skills in work and life are poor. But when it comes to films, I actually know what's going to be coming out soon. Um, yeah. It's worrying I can't channel that into anything else in life. <laughs> um, but without further ado, I want to start with Jordan because I think he'll hit us with something either a bit odd or something that most people that listen to the podcast will have actually heard of. Yeah, so it can go one of two ways with Jordan. I think so. Jordan, yeah. I'm going to hand over to you for your first film now.
2: Okay, great. So um, I had to firstly, as as anyone who's been listening to this podcast will know, my film knowledge isn't exactly um, top of the grade, and I've not watched that many films. It turns out. Uh, but the films I have watched I really like Uh, and luckily this year there are some sequels and continuations of those films coming out so there was quite an easy set of three films for me to follow up on the first one is The Quiet Place 2. Um, Now from a format perspective Tim I know you're in charge here do I need to talk about the film The Quiet quiet Place I need to talk about the first film and then
0: where it ends and then lead into the second one how would you want me to do it? Um, as you're doing a sequel, I think maybe touch on the first one a little bit, um, and then kind of run into the spiel for the second one, because some of our listeners might not have seen it.
1: So someone on the podcast might not have seen a Quiet Place one. Just saying, Max. Oh get yeah, out. really? Yeah.
0: You okay, blow me away with
2: that. Okay, Max. So let me let me tell you direct. Um, it revolves around like a father played by John Krasinski. Ben um, Yep, yeah, correct. And a mother, Emily Blunt, real-life wife, I think, Tim? Yep, yep. real-life wife. Uh, and they, they, they're like living in this kind of post-apocalyptic world inhabited by blind monsters <sighs> who have got a ac- really acute sense of hearing. So they have to be basically just silent uh, yep. the whole time. So they've, they live in this like kind of farmland place, and they've got this set of lights and triggers and things that let them know when aliens are nearby, and they basically got to coordinate and communicate without making any noise. And obviously, lots of things make noise. The aliens chase them down. It ends up. I, do I? I don't want to spoil it for Max.
0: But I don't I need think to. spoil it. I don't think spoil it for. Oh no! I guess you do for the sequel, from what I saw uh, in the trailer. But
1: I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm just having flashbacks of when Tim said he saw Quiet Place and everyone was rustling their snacks. Like, don't, get me, <laughs> don't get me started on it again. Don't get me
0: started on again. It's a film you need to watch in silence. It is. It, I
2: enjoyed watching it at home because I can imagine in the cinema. It would be really distracting because there's literally no noise for the majority of the film. There's not even like sound effects. It's just silence. Anyway, mm-hmm. it ends up with the dad being dead. Sorry, Max. Oh. Uh, and the kids and the mum are kind of stuck in the basement with one of the aliens. Uh, and they figure out that one of the kids, that I think it's his hearing aid. It's the, the the feedback from a hearing aid and like a, a speaker setup that they got downstairs. Uh, ju- like magnifies and triggers something inside the alien. It like makes them like shudder. Mm-hmm. It literally fucks uh, them up. It like the hearing- them, basically. Bad. And then the mum shotgun, shotguns them in the face, so they've killed the one that's in the house, basically.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so they've then figured out that there's like a way of getting through to them, like shocking them, because up until that point they didn't know how to stop them. They would just be have to be silent. That was just the yeah. world they were living in. So it kind of it kind of ends up with their whole house destroyed. Um, and from what I understand, the, the next film is basically going to be her and the two kids out in the wilderness trying to find out how they can weaponize their son or daughter's bad hearing. Uh, and turn that into some sort of like weapon against the aliens. It's their daughter. Oh, it is the daughter, it's Evelyn, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Um it's, yeah. it's worth telling Max that they have three kids at the start.
2: No. Oh yeah.
0: Might not have Rest three kids might not have three kids at the end. But yeah. the the little girl in the first one who plays the the deaf daughter. I don't know of a nicer way to say that, Evelyn, unless you use the name. Yeah. Um is actually deaf in real life and she was I'd say the best actor in it. She was sick.
2: She was really good. And actually, that's one of the things I said here, is this was one of the only films that I've watched that had actual good kind of child acting in it, I thought. The son was pretty bad. The son
0: was was okay. He's just like every good actor just massively overhypes it.
2: Yeah, and the reason I picked this one, actually, is because I really liked the premise of the film. I I thought it was really well done. The acting was pretty good. Um, And it didn't leave it, for me, it didn't leave it on a particularly strong cliffhanger. They kind of they kind of just figured out how to kill one alien and then or or monster whatever and they hadn't really figured out what to do next so there wasn't like a very clear you know with a lot of films it leaves it on a very obvious here's what's going to happen next I think this one kind of put me in a position where I was like I actually don't know what's going to happen in this next film Um, I'm really looking forward to it
1: Are they uh, confirmed aliens because you started off calling them monsters and then you kind of pivoted to aliens Did they come from space
2: I don't think it's ever actually explained to be honest I can't
0: remember. If
2: I'm I I think Max will call them monsters. Yeah, let's say
1: monsters. With films like space. that, with films like that, I really enjoy the backstory and the lore. Sometimes I really get into it. Do you know if you remember Cloverfield? Oh, Max, mate, like- I loved that film. Stuff like that I really kind of enjoy uh, when they've really fleshed out the universe. But uh, so, yeah.
2: I think I think this one didn't do a particularly good job of kind of talking about where these, come, these came from. I think actually if you like slowed down the film and looked at some of like the, the snippets clues, from yeah. newspapers and stuff, you'd probably figure it out. But,
0: That's cool.
2: Yeah, but yeah, it's, 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 a it's
0: in the background. It's throughout. a
2: really good film. And it's one of those films that, you know, on the surface, I don't think I would have enjoyed. Like it's basically yeah. silent for the majority of it, but actually it's really well done. Um, it's a bit of a shame about... Uh, Jim Halpert not being in this one, but because I thought he was actually really good in it. But genuinely, really up for it. Thinks to be a good film.
1: When's got... it coming out? What part of the year? I think
2: it's coming out actually really soon. I think it's in uh, May or June. So it's yeah, like, like it's kind like, of it's like kind of like half. Well, I guess half one.
0: Yeah, it's not like a full blockbuster, so it's going to come out early summerish. Hopefully, when we can go back okay. to the cinema. Um, and,
1: and, I... and so sorry tim to throw it at you as the host but obviously a lot of these films there's uh they're kind of up in the air in terms of if they will be cinematic releases or kind of streaming i know there's a big thing going on with hbo oh. so um and i guess a lot of it is time dependent right i guess most of the summer onwards ones they're probably still hopeful for a cinema release but so so yeah hopefully quiet place 2 is a, a cinema one although maybe it sounds better if it would be a streaming one to be so, fair
2: i think if they went straight to netflix or whatever yeah, it would do really yeah. well and it would work just as well as being in a cinema it's one of those wow. things and tim will probably vouch for this that it doesn't need to be a cinema experience to make it work
0: oh, yep. the, the, the big screen was good for some of the shots where it's like them just in like darkness and it really kind of becomes overpowering but in general yeah, yeah small screen works one question jordan yes did the first film need a sequel I think I think it, I it, was I think it could have ended. Line. I think it could
2: have ended there, and that's why I said I'm interested. I'm interested in this one so much because they haven't set it up particularly well. Do you know what I mean? There's not like a an obvious plot point for them because it's not like they can just pick up the phone and be like, "Hey, guys, we figured out how to get through to these monsters," because there's yeah. no communication in this in this kind of post apocalyptic world. So they've they've just got to travel, and where are they traveling to, and who are they seeing, and what's the plan? I guess that's kind of why it's so intriguing for me. But no, I think to answer your question, they could have just left it there.
0: Yeah, it did so well, though, cash-wise. I think they were always going to have to after that.
2: And it was his his first directorship, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. So Jim actually directed it as well, Max.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool. I
0: think him and Emily Blunt actually wrote it as well. Yeah, I think so. Between them. I can't exactly remember. She was good in it, actually, to be fair. She, She was good in it, to be fair. She's good in everything. I'm a big Emily Blunt fan.
2: Uh, that's me. That's number one, boys.
0: That's number one for Jordan. Right, Max, I'm going straight to you because I'm expecting another monster film of some description. They're all you love.
1: Yeah, Jordan did a really, really good job there and went into a lot of detail. Mine's a little bit more surface level because you know me. I I like what I like. I can't explain why, but (laughs) it's it's lucky you said you want another monster film because mine is Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, It's coming out in May, so I don't know if you guys... I I expect Tim probably has, but if you've watched... uh, Godzilla film and also Godzilla King of the Monsters, Jordan. Did they uh, make it onto your...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they okay. didn't. Have you watched Kong though?
1: Have you watched Kong, yeah. Is that the Kong one with the black? black? No, no that's, yeah. that's King, King Kong.
0: Kong. <laughs> I've seen that
2: one. Oh. Okay,
1: fair enough. Um, so basically, yeah, they kind of did... Um, uh, what studio is it? It's fucking legendary, and they um, rebooted uh, Godzilla for a Western audience. And obviously, we had the the Matthew Broderick uh, special, but that, that that doesn't count. This is like a more um, real rendition of Godzilla. And yeah, it, 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 you know the backstory, right? He's a giant lizard. He comes out and he fights other other shit. And and they had the Kong film, which starred uh, who uh, Tom Hiddleston, and that was kind of set during the Vietnam War. So Uh, a bit of backstory there on Kong. And essentially they're just going to fight each other. Um, and yeah, there's a big size difference that they're going to have to deal with because in Godzilla and Godzilla: King of the Monsters, he's he's like as big as a skyscraper.
0: He is so big. I think in Kong they do say that he's not fully grown. He's yet. growing.
1: Yeah, yeah. But is he? Re- he needs to like triple in size to actually make it worthwhile. Um, but in terms of cast, Millie Bobby Brown is back. She was in Godzilla: King of the Monsters, um, and Alex Skarsgård is also starring. He's uh, he's going to play a scientist. It's like his his classic. His classic role that they always put him in um i was hoping that charles dance his villain would return from king of the monsters but i don't think that's going to happen which is a shame because he's way too good for these movies um and i don't know like what plot mechanism they're going to use to make godzilla and kong actually fight and the obvious trope is that you know it's all a big misunderstanding and then they have to team up to deal with some sort of bigger threat um yeah essentially i'm excited yeah, I've got really low standards, as everyone knows. I enjoy like Godzilla and just big battles in general. So it's definitely my wheelhouse. And I uh, I would definitely not cry if I couldn't sit in cinema. I'd watch it at home. But I think it's one of those films where it is better just to go to the cinema, turn your brain off, and just kind of kind of watch it there. Um, but there were some issues with, with streaming, and they were arguing about it. But it looks like they've sorted it out. So it's going to be both, if possible. Um, right. Anyway, yeah have i have i sold it to you jordan yeah i
2: mean i mean i'm interested actually because you mentioned about how much you like kind of having lore from these monsters yeah
1: Yeah, there there is actually a surprising amount of lore that they've put in this series is there yeah yeah
0: there's good little like background bits in kong even which i thought was going to be like a b movie
2: isn't he just like a big old monkey what's his what's his what's his story
0: uh, he lives color. on Skull
1: Island, and it's an island where everything works a bit differently, and there's other monsters on Skull Island. But then for Godzilla, there's all the backstory of, like – because in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, he has to fight um, get this – monster which is a three-headed dragon basically that gets like uh, defrosted out of the ice and you learn all about all these different monsters around the world and how they're hibernating and stuff and how they like react to each other's kind of like sonar kind of like killer whales and stuff like that and and how there's like a hierarchy and godzilla basically has established himself as like the alpha of planet earth um so yeah and there's kind of like some of them are friends like there's one called mothra which is a big moth and Godzilla and Mothra are like best friends. Uh, Mothra so is dead
0: now, though, isn't it?
1: Uh, well, no, she um, she kind of died helping to heal Godzilla, but she turns into a cocoon. She gets reborn. So, of course, way. of course, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sold to me, Max. To be honest, yeah, Max. Uh, just... One
0: thing, you know, you said Alexander Skarsgard. Yeah. So he isn't the one from the Marvel films. That's okay. Stellan Skarsgard, Alexander right. Skarsgard. <laughs> so the
1: Battleship.
0: Yeah, so he'll be more yeah, beefcake was... than scientist.
1: Nice. No, well, he is playing a scientist, but maybe it'll be a beefcake scientist. Yeah. Wow.
0: And who doesn't want to see that?
1: Nice. I'm pumped.
0: No, I think it's a great choice because it is a series that I have really enjoyed, even though it is nice. so fucking stupid, some of the stuff that happens so in it. So dumb, yeah. It's a dumb but fun film.
2: Did you yeah. say Millie Bobby Brown, by the way? Is that Levin? Yeah. That... yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Is she
2: good in it, out of curiosity?
1: Um, well is she a child actor? Probably not anymore. Boy. Probably not
2: anymore.
0: Well, yeah, no, I think she still right. is. I think she's still like under 20. Well,
1: fine, she's shit,
0: mate. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right, <fine. laughs>
1: Good. Uh Tim, what have you got for us?
0: Yeah, so keeping with the theme, I'm going to what was going to be my third film first. Um and it's a film called Candyman. Have either Ooh. of you heard of the original? I have. I haven't. Of course you haven't done.
1: Um <laughs> What you want to do, Jordan, is go and find a mirror and, and then follow s- our instructions. Yeah, Say, okay, go <laughs> oh, five times. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't
0: you'll, do die. you'll die. It's horrible. Okay, um, I'm standing in front of the mirror. So it's essentially a reboot of the original from like the 80s. And um, it looks really interesting. So they're doing it in a slightly different way. And it's done by Jordan Peel. So you'll know him from uh, writing Get Out, which oh, okay. Jordan, again, you might have seen.
1: I've actually seen it, yeah. He go. does a lot of comedy stuff as well, doesn't That's,
0: he? Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of comedy and then does some really dark, weird films that are quite enjoyable to watch. So impressive guy, let's say. Um <laughs> I don't I'll be honest, I don't really know many of the cast. I looked through it and I haven't seen many of them much stuff. But I'll give you a little pot synopsis that is why I'm kind of into it. The trailer looks really good, you guys should check it out. Essentially, the main character is an artist who like moves to what used to be the projects as they call it in america but it's being slightly gentrified now and there's loads of white people moving into it um he mo- he kind of goes there and finds out about this urban legend of Candyman, which is um kind of prevalent only within the black community that used to live there um and he becomes a little bit obsessed with it and he does a load of art about candy man and puts on this really cool looking exhibition um and like the power of that and giving him almost like a form through that. People start talking about Candyman again. They're doing the shit into the mirror. Um, in the trailer, he absolutely just fucking murks these like high school girls. Really good. Um, and then slowly, he realizes that the Candyman's slowly possessing him through the power of his artwork and him being the one that's giving him form by getting his name back out there. And it looks really interesting. And there's kind of like a racial undertone. To all of it, as with Get Out had, and yeah. I just think it looks like it will be a bit of a banger, but maybe one that many people wouldn't go and see just because it's like kind of almost just like a slasher film, but actually a bit more highbrow than that.
2: Um, question, Tim, is it a direct? Is it a remake of the first of the first one? Did you say, or is it like a sequel? Or
0: so I couldn't quite work out from the trailer. I did some research, and there is like a Candyman universe, it's like a franchise, like Halloween, or... where they're kind of linked, but basically reboots every time as well anyway. So I'm not entirely sure, but I'm in my head treating it as a reboot.
2: Okay, got it.
0: Because the first film kind of tries to do those racial undertones and does not do it well, whereas this one looks like it actually will, so it kind of lends a bit of depth to the film. Okay.
1: And, and, And so essentially to recap Candyman, you say that thing in the mirror and then he just kills you. Is there anything more to it? Like, who is he? Where's he come from?
0: Um, I think it's um, to do with slaves and stuff, but I'll be honest, I can't remember. I haven't watched the original Literally. in so long. But yeah, you well, stand in front, front of the now. mirror, say his name, is it three or five times? Candyman, candyman,
1: Just don't, don't say it to him. Don't three, say there's
0: him. no mirror, so it's fine. It's three <laughs> times. And then, yeah. Yeah, the a mirror. Ap- yeah, yeah, And then yeah. he appears in the mirror behind you and kills you, and he's got, like, a massive hook for a hand and he wears a bright yellow jacket. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Jordan is dope. You should maybe he's, watch he's the original. Fresh, and fresh,
1: he's got the yellow jacket.
0: Yeah, wow. the first film is quite enjoyable in like a classic slash away. Uh, this one looks like it's going to be a bit more art housey and a bit like cooler, let's say.
2: And maybe less like because it sounds like this film is slightly outdated in terms of the words it uses and the way that it frames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, def-
0: definitely, yeah.
2: Right, so it might like bring it into the into the modern day and make it like more acceptable. I'm gonna, I think I'll wait and watch the watch the new one.
1: Does he like candy?
0: no i think he's like <laughs> what, what no because it's a good question
1: it's, it's called the candy man
0: yeah i know i think it's more to do with like you know halloween in, no django and they live right. on um what's his face dicaprio's name is something candy oh in the okay. south i think that name was quite big with slave owners and stuff right, i'm, I'm assuming from all the films that reference it
1: okay. and being slave
0: owners. what
1: what time of the year is it supposedly coming out
0: Um, I think they're pushing kind of towards the Halloween kind of time, but maybe slightly before it um, from what I saw. But who knows if that will actually happen in uh, 2021 with our COVID lives that we lead these days. Yeah. Jordan, I'm going to fling it straight back at you.
1: Thank
2: you. Um, This film that I'm about to bring up, if it doesn't make it to cinema, won't get released. I can guarantee it. So if it doesn't get a, if it doesn't what i'm saying is if it doesn't go to cinema this year they'll delay it till next year.
0: Oh okay they'll I change think, on it.
2: Yeah. So it's no time to die. Uh, and for whatever reason the directors and the team behind it are just not willing to stream it. They want to make it a cinema only experience which i kind of understand because it's quite a big series especially here but it feels like it just should come out because it's supposed to come out in um in April originally. And it's been pushed back. Anyway, the reason I really want to see this film is that the last couple of James Bond films, and actually most of the Bond films with uh, Daniel Craig, which this is his last one, I think. Uh, he's, yeah, a, I, I, In my opinion, he's not my favourite Bond of all time. That would it's be? Mr. Piers Brosnan.
0: You oh, fuck yeah. off. No, he
2: he is my James Bond because he's the James Bond yeah. I grew up with. Also, he's the James Bond in GoldenEye, so yeah. that for me is the James Bond. But he's uh, Craig, uh, um, this, Craig. This Craig
1: David. Craig David is a particularly good.
2: Uh, uh, great. Uh, I suppose say Craig Charles.
0: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Even Christ. Even older than Craig David being James Bond.
2: It, uh, yeah, but I I I think the the current incarnation of Bond is really good and has actually taken the Bond series to like a different level. I think before. I think before Daniel Craig, it was a bit, it was a bit kind of like fruity and like pun infested and like basically just women called pussy something or boobs galore or it was just it was just like a bit of a piss take. Whereas the new ones have actually been quite good. Like Skyfall is a genuinely very good film, um, and this one, the reason I'm so interested in this one is because it's got Rami Malek uh, as the villain. Um, I think they're putting a lot of budget into it. Basically, Jimmy B has left the force. There's a new 007, um, and someone approaches James and says, look, mate, we need you back. Got to go and find this scientist. Ends up being a large-scale abduction of lots of famous scientists around the world, and there's a plot to kill basically half the planet. Um, So it's going to be just very – it's going to be very James Bondy. really good music. The cinematography will be very good. There'll be some good action bits. There'll be some cheesy lines. There'll be some attractive women – I mean, it's basically, they're just good films. Um, and I'm really excited to see this one. I really enjoyed the last one?
0: This one's written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge as well, isn't it?
2: Who's that, Tim?
0: Um, she wrote Fleabag. And she oh, really? played Girl in that, yeah. Um, I don't know if she wrote the whole thing and they brought her in to kind of like jazz it up, but she's definitely like attached as a writer, which is quite interesting.
2: I, I I I don't know if you guys are particularly James Bond fans, especially the more recent ones. But what what do you think about like the last few and this one? Are you excited for it?
1: I mean, I've gone off James Bond really, and since Daniel Craig, I think they've dra- he's been James Bond for a good long time now. Like it's only been like four, five films, maybe four films. Yeah. But it's been stretched over how long? Like 10 years, probably more. 14 and, years. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it is it is a little bit getting tired. I think, I hope the next Bond is just something completely different. Like, I'd even go for a female Bond at this point. I I just think, like, I don't know. It's not a franchise that I'm into. I, I haven't even watched the last one. I, I watched Skyfall. That was the last one I watched. And I'm not particularly excited for No Time to Die. Not enough but, monsters. Which, yeah, exactly. Which villain is Remy Malik playing? He's playing an actual Bond villain, isn't he?
2: He is, and I supposedly, I, I, and hands uh, all cards on the table, I don't read, and I haven't read the James mm-hmm. Bond novels, but he okay. is supposedly the big bad from the novels. Isn't that Blo- it...
0: Blofeld? Yeah, but it wasn't Blofeld in the last one?
2: Blofeld was in the last one, yes.
0: So is he Blofeld Part
1: 2? Uh, okay, he's playing Safin, who is, I can't remember. How's oh, so so he
2: got I'm, to
0: know?
2: Oh that could be interesting. Anyway, the reason I like James Bond so much is because they are so like big budget and the music's always very good and it's nicely filmed and there's lots of good action. Yeah. I'm just really looking forward to another big, good film. And I really like Rami Malik. And they're my reasons, and I'm sticking to them.
0: No, that's fair, fair Jordan. Enough. I think it went a bit too it's gone too Jason Bourne. Like Bourne did so well, they went less change Bond into just being a Jason Bourne clone.
2: Yeah, I think, I, think, I think Skyfall was the best of the films that he's done. Uh, and that was the one that was probably a little bit less just like nutty action the whole time.
1: I think the formula was different for Skyfall as well because, you know, they're a little bit by the, by the numbers sometimes, James Bond films, whereas Skyfall, it feels like that bit whole big sequence in the house. Oh, it was, um, you know, was something like that hadn't been done in a Bond film before, really. Not for me, anyway. No, no. I haven't
2: seen something like that since Home Alone. And, yeah. and and Q dying as well, I think yeah. was like a big a big shift. Yeah. Um. I thought I thought that I thought those oh M. Sorry. I thought that I thought those I thought that was just an excellent film, and I think this one will, I think this one will be very good. I think the acting is going to be excellent. But again, I think you're probably right. There needs to be a big seismic change in terms of who's playing Bond and what they do with it next.
0: See, they peaked with Skyfall just because of the song. There's not going to be a better yeah. Bond theme than that.
2: To be fair, the last one's a banger. The Last who did, one, who did but,
0: the last one?
2: Uh, thingy Bob. Um,
0: not the high pitched uh, singing guy, is
2: it? Yes, it is the high pitched singing guy. Nah,
0: not into uh, it. Sam Smith,
2: uh, yes, they or them. Sam Smith, where is it? I don't know what's going on there, but yes, yeah, oh. Sam Smith
1: Madonna was the best Bond theme for me.
0: Oh, Which that's uh, can't I get that that song so that's
1: a tune
2: that is a tune to be fair um but yes there we are james bond didn't i didn't expect it to be so contentious but no time to die in my top three
0: right so jordan while we're still on james bond really quickly i've got something that will shock and appall you Mm. i weirdly and people might write into us and send me hate letters after. i doubt it no i'll be honest i wouldn't expect that (laughs) um i preferred the game for tomorrow never dies over goldeneye because I played it so much, I loved it on PS1.
2: I mean, the thing is, GoldenEye is a very generational game. If you had an N64, it is just one of the best games that you could have got on it. If you weren't an N64 person, I don't expect you to be like, oh, GoldenEye was incredible, because it wouldn't have the same meaning. And if you go back and play GoldenEye on the N64 now, it is just a mess. Nah, but
0: it I is, still have it on an emulator on my uh, laptop. It's so hard
2: to play on an N64 oh. controller. I find it almost impossible yeah. My, my actual favourite game after that was one on the GameCube, but I can't what it was
1: Nightfire. Yes. So good. Wasn't it actually based on a film? No, a, no, that was awesome. just a random game they made. So but the multiplayer
2: on it was nuts. Oh, yeah. No, a, I played so much of that. Anyway, yes, Tim, I don't, I don't disrespect your opinion, but GoldenEye is, has just got a special place in my heart. And what a way to end it all. Yeah, From, fair, uh, enough. Who's, fair
0: enough. Who's next? Um, I'm going to say Max is next. Just because I'm going to pick which one I'm going to do next um, as he speaks. Go on, Fine.
1: Uh, Well, if Candyman's coming out in October, it's going to have competition for the Halloween King of 2021 because uh, I'm calling out Halloween Kills. (laughs) So, guys, we did an episode in 2020 on Halloween, which was uh, directed by David Gordon Green and written by a bunch of people, including Danny McBride. So this is obviously the direct sequel um and it just picks up where it left off where michael myers is uh you know they, they lock him in the basement they set it on fire but obviously he he somehow escapes and uh only to terrorize the cast again and everyone's back you know uh all, all the same cast uh is it laurie is the name i can't remember if the character played by uh what's her name <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the woman the famous, the
0: famous one I'm not helping yeah. you Max come on this is your mm-hmm. film you should know this
1: I've got the whole internet in front of me Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah JLT that's it Um Lee Justin Lee Collins, Justin Lee Collins. Yeah. But, but essentially Good times. Um, so this is one where I really really want to see it in the cinema and hopefully and I'm p- pinning my hopes on it because i think by anything coming out like up until summer it's kind of you know a bit of a flip of a coin whereas i i, I hope by ha- halloween we'll be back in the cinema oh, God, and if we're not. happy to to yeah. see this with the, the covid vaccine surging through my veins um and yeah, essentially I mean, we all watched it together, we all talked about it, we know what the deal is. We're gonna get the same things, and I want to see if they have stolen any of our ideas from Fecal sequels and
0: incorporated
1: because there was there's some good material in there, let's be honest. Was there?
0: Yeah, that was, I think is our best Fecal Sequels episode. hundred percent. Um plus I know Danny McBride listens, so um they probably will have done. Yeah. He listens <laughs> not yeah. to our podcast, yes. yes. <laughs> <He> just <listens. laughs> generally. He yeah, has
1: so, Um, So, yeah, hopefully we can all go see that together.
0: Oh, yeah. That'd be a bit an absolute banger and a surefire episode in the future, I think.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. See you there.
0: Right, I've made my decision on my next one. I'm going to do a quick one because I've realised we are just racking up the minutes pretty quickly on a bonus episode. Um, so, uh, there's a film coming out called The Little Things, and it's got Denzel and Jordan's favourite, Remy Malik.
2: There he is, um, my boy
0: together hunting a serial killer so Denzel's like a small town cop who used to be some hot shit it seems um from what i've seen and then remy comes in as like the fbi guy and they're hunting the serial killer who attacks like um young women um and it's always by like motorways or highways um whatever you want to call them um and basically the plot is they come together there's a bit of a clash of like attitudes um, Denzel seems to have a bit of a shady past that starts to come back through um, into the investigation, and then you have Jared uh, Leto. Leto, how do you pronounce that? I never know. Um, as the possible murderer, and you seem like being full creeped out, long hair, uh, beard, and stuff, just driving, cruising past like crime scenes, looking really fucking shifty. It looks really good and it's quite <laughs> suspenseful. Um.
1: What was the shady past? Did he used to be a serial
0: killer? no! So, yeah, in the trailer, it's Denzel's, like, breaking down, oh, he's going to be kind of have two cars, be really into them, both high mileage, this kind of stuff. And then you see him looking at um, Jared Leto's, and then you see Rami Malek just checking out Denzel's car at some point as well. So maybe there's a bit of a he's trying to push it onto Jared, but it's actually Denzel. And Denzel's really good in these roles where he has to be super intense. And this looks like Mm. one of those. It's kind of his wheelhouse.
1: Very good, pretty niche. Like that's the kind of thing. Like, unless someone told me it was good, I wouldn't go see it. Absolutely,
2: you know? no. That but film would really have never crossed my mind.
0: You've
1: piqued my interest there, Timothy. Mm. Yeah,
0: I think it would be a fun one, and it could end up being absolutely dreadful. So we could get it as a episode as well. It could yeah. go. It could go very much some,
1: some crazy twist. Like it just ruins
0: the whole film.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think if you've sold it successfully, and like you say, even if it's shit. Just podcast material.
0: Exactly. I'll watch your Denzel film. Uh, Win-win. Right, Jordan, let's pick up the pace. Back to you, baby.
2: Okay, so my last film um, is Spider-Man 3 of the current incarnation. Yeah, uh, you just going to watch the
1: old one again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for it. Um,
2: so at the end of the last film, Pete is taking his new bird, MJ, around New York City. Um, they then... Post credits kind of drop drops drops her off in Manhattan wherever they're at uh, looks up at the screen and uh, an excellent cameo from J. Jonah jameson is that is the way is that his name Yeah, yep yeah, yeah. Uh, appears on a big screen and announces that spider man was actually the villain, not the hero, and kind of has, has twisted the footage from that fight that he had with mysterio, and not just that has said it's Peter Parker. It's your, it's your local high schooler, Peter Parker. Everyone knows Peter Parker. He's Spider Man, and he's a and he's a bad guy, and everyone's shocked. As you, I mean, I'm shocked. They're shocked. We're all shocked. Uh, what's going to happen next? That's what. Hopefully, we're going to find out in the next one. Now, I did a little bit of reading about what's going to happen in this next film because obviously, it's quite open ended. There's lots of potential for where they could take it. Uh, I really enjoyed the last film. I thought it was really funny. Uh, it's decent villain. Good story, good little cliffhanger at the end. But from what I understand and what I'm reading so far, this is going to this kind of feels like a the Spider-Man CU version version ver, version of Avengers Endgame. Lots of different people coming back together. It sounds like Doctor Strange is going to do some mumbo jumbo and get people from different Spider-Man universes to enter the fray. There's an angle for potentially Tobey Maguire coming back. Which and I'm,
0: Andrew Garfield. They're both. Yeah, I like don't care about him. They're both. Don't care
2: heads. Heads. They're both hits. Well, I mean, Toby Maguire's there. You can, get, you can take Garfield out. Toby Maguire might be coming back. Kirsten Dunst might make a little comeback. Who knows? Original. I'd like to see her again. Uh, I'm just excited for what hijinks could come out of this film. It sounds like it's going to be mental. And a little birdie told me that one of the main villains is going to be Craven. And if it is Craven, and if it's fucking Danny Trejo, I'm going to lose my mind.
1: Shut up! It won't be. It yeah, okay. Danny, uh, it if is. it's
2: if it's Danny yeah. Trejo, apparently it's an A-lister. Now I can't, any, I can't think of any.
1: I can't think of anyone
2: more A-list than Danny Trejo. He's been in exactly zero films in the last ten years. This is his big comeback moment.
0: So I'm just reading Jordan because you said it. Um, the like top people they think it could be are that f- South African lad that's in Chappie like the main guy who loses his mind yeah. in like loads of films since then. The ginger guy from Game of Thrones. Um, okay. A woman who is in Spanish TV shows. Um, <laughs> who I don't know who she is and it's just a Spanish TV shows. Selena Gomez. No, it's <laughs> <Gomez Max. laughs> Spanish um, TV shows. And then probably the one I'd like to see most, Luke Evans as Craven. Those are the possibles.
2: I, I mean, just thinking about just just by virtue of the fact that we're talking about all the different people that could be in this film, it
0: sounds absolutely mental. Yeah, and they've got uh, so much budget, they could get anyone they want. Well, yeah,
1: r- rumor has it Alfred Molina is coming back. Oh, yeah, as well. So.
0: I heard Willem Dafoe's making a comeback as well. <inaudible> Jamie Foxx is going
2: to be there as Electro, isn't he? Um, yeah. Oh,
0: God, yeah. please no.
2: So I th- I think this film could be absolutely mental, like an endgame type experience where there's so many different crossovers Bigger. and bits Bigger and bobs. I mean, it could be. I mean, I, yeah, it could be. I just think it's going to be incredible. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be uh, end of the year jobby for memory, kind of november time. Um, but I'm obviously this kind of leads into the Marvel stuff that Max is going to talk about later. But for me personally, this is, this is by far the most exciting thing happening. I think I've left, I think I've left the one that I'm most hyped for to last.
1: You're a Spider-Man fan through and through, aren't you?
2: I mean, you know me. I'm an I'm an OG Spider-Man fan. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but, but but I, I think uh, Tom Holland has brought me back into it a little bit, and the last one was very good. And the premise, the, just the premise and idea of this next one sounds incredible. So I'm in. Yeah.
1: Jordan, just quickly, you're so close to the microphone. Yeah, right, well, you know, <laughs> I was getting, so, I, was getting, I, was getting
2: so, I was getting so excited. I was leaning yeah. in. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. So
1: nice much um, reverb on it. It's good though. I'm excited for for Spider Man Three, especially Alfred Molina for me because his uh, Doc Ock was so good. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was
0: the highlight of that film by a distance.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Max, let's have your third and final film.
1: Uh, yeah, so super quickly, it's Matrix Four, uh, obvious choice, and and Keanu Reeves is coming back. And they originally, you know, uh, back when it was. Uh, Back in the day of the Matrix trilogy, they, they never said they were going to do another one. In fact, they said they wouldn't. So uh, it's a big surprise, but I guess enough time has passed. And uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves and Carrie-Anne Moss are back as Neo and Trinity. And there's some other really niche characters have been confirmed to come back. So Jada Pinkett Smith, who plays Niobe, and a few other like niche ones, like one of the agents is back and stuff like that. And uh, Lana Wachowski is directing. So um, hopefully, you know, I think I'm excited because we've moved past, I think, the age of bad sequels or reboots. And I think this is genuinely going to be good.
2: Mm, I can't believe you just said
1: that. I mean, if you look at things like like Cobra Kai or even like the Halloween reboot, it's clearly possible to do these things in in like a way where it's enjoyable and it's still faithful to the original. And I don't think they would do it if it was going to be shit. Not the Matrix. There's no reason to. It's a Um, cash grab. I it don't does feel it that way I don't think it is <clears throat> it's such a to make a film like this, especially at the moment um so I just think it's a you know everyone's gonna be passionate about it, and they're doing it they must be doing it for the right reasons in my view um in terms of the plot, we don't know what it's gonna be about, and uh, there are lots of rumors about like ex character being the villain, like you know maybe neo's the villain or maybe Morpheus is the villain, but we don't know, but I'm excited, yeah.
0: Like, I'm still going to go and see it because it'll be 100%. like a proper event.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, you got to be there. It's part of the zeitgeist, isn't it? Do
2: you reckon Johnny Silverhands will be in it, Max? Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like everyone thought Cyberpunk would be good because Keanu was like involved, and then look at it. Still not, is... still not got my refund.
1: His performance in it was good. Oh, so I, think, exactly. I think he, he was very.
2: Good. I think he was good in it, especially yeah. towards the end.
1: I thought he was particularly yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's me, Tim. What's your last film? Last pick.
0: Um, so I convince you you're going to go see my last one. This one, I think, could be a tougher sell. Um, it's called Fresh uh, French Dispatch. Um, it's a Wes Ander- Anderson film. Um, oh so I've lost Jordan <laughs> already.
2: No, I'm in. I'm in. I really like Wes Anderson films.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, I'm back, in, back on the hype. So yeah. this one is basically there's a fake magazine that these like uh, people go out. I think it's like in the 50s, 60s, go out to France, and they send back basically dispatches to this uh magazine in america they go all over like america and they're really popular but it's like fake little stories and then basically the plot is a series of mini stories throughout where they kind of go through what the story that they're sending back is um it's got an all-star cast i'm starting off with people jordan will know because i don't want him to get annoyed by some of the other ones thank you bill murray yeah edward norton yeah um owen wilson himself wow wow um, Adrian Brody, um, Timothy Chalamet, Tilda Swinton, Jason Schwartzman, like all the classic um, Wes Anderson um, guys. And then you've also got uh, Shersha Ronan and Leia Seydra, who are like, I think great actors. So I think it's got a pretty sweet cast and it looks like a really interesting concept and I'll watch any Wes Anderson film. I love them all. So I'm a bit biased in thinking it's going to be good. Whatever happens as what, anyway. It t-
2: Tim, <laughs> I'm hoping I I got Wes Anderson right. Did he do Fantastic Mr. Fox?
0: Yes, arguably yeah. one of his worst films. But yeah. I really enjoyed it. No, it's, the, it's still a good film, but it's my least favourite of his. And then that one that I really enjoyed, but no one else seemed to, which was Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs, yeah. Oh God, I oh, forgot. God, I tried God. to forget <laughs> that film happened. Um, I didn't enjoy that. That was a weird evening, watching that one. <laughs> <laughs> was a weird one. I, I'm, I'm in,
2: Tim. You've sold me completely. I'm, I'm fine with it.
1: Tim, out, out of interest, what's your favourite Wes Anderson film?
0: Um, I'd say Darjeeling Limited. Um, okay. Or, um, uh, what's it called?
1: Mine's Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, I
0: seen it. that's so good. That's a great shell. Um There's one, oh God, what's it called? Rushmore, where it's set at a school and Jason Schwartzman's quite young in this and he becomes, it's a love triangle with him, Bill Murray and his teacher, whereas Schwartzman's in love with the teacher she starts banging Bill Murray and then Bill Murray's like trying to become friends with Jason Swartzman. It's really weird, but really good. Weird.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. All right. No, well, I think I'll see it because it's, uh, where's Anderson. They're normally like, you know what you're going to get to be honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's going to be weird and a bit like kitsch and it will just be an enjoyable, like a hour and a half. Down
1: corridors.
0: Yeah. And like, um, people are matching totally weird enjoyed. uniforms. Yeah. Which he doesn't enjoy. Hmm
1: good right. if you like if you like symmetry and you have ocd i guess
0: yeah like <laughs> the, all the shots that Perfect. i love it um yeah. max take us through marvel hey, i've got
1: an idea how about we leave this and do it another time in the yeah. interest of time yeah be yeah. fair
0: we're at 50 minutes and,
1: and we've had spider-man 3 the rundown which is the main event really so i think we save that for an-
0: another day great yeah yeah i agree
1: uh, you had a couple of little bits why don't you just do a couple of those um i'll,
0: I'll just do one because i think it'll be the one that you can come up with the funniest story from so so what are the rules so um a little it was going to be just a jordan game but we're getting max involved as well the rules are i'm going to give you the film title you've got to try and work out what it is or give me like your idea in a minute or less from both of you
1: okay so you're together to to or
0: separately well, um, do do it separately, one. Do it separately. Um, so the film title and I'm actually really excited to see this film is The Education of Frederick Fitzel
1: who's going is it me or Jordan Um, let's go 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 I'll I'll do this one and you can do the next one yeah okay yeah so this is about a kid and he's really uh, really behind uh educationally like he i don't want to use any kind of like outdated terms but he's really stupid and um they're trying to get to the bottom of why because they can't figure out because you know to the naked eye there's nothing wrong with him and all the doctors have tried to have a look (laughs) and they've checked him out but they can't there's no diagnosis just can't learn anything so um they're they're getting all these different teachers in trying to you know teach him and there's like you know, there's a really strict teacher. There's a really fun teacher. There's all these different gimmicky teachers, and none of them are working. And then all of a sudden, they get this one teacher who, uh, and they just click. And what do you say his name is? Fritzel.
0: Yeah, uh, not Fritzel. Fritzel. <laughs> fritzel. Right. I, I thought Fitzel. you were going to go down the Fritzel uh, That's where that's I was going to go with it.
1: <laughs> and um, you work out that the teacher uh, has the ability to teach him. And th- there's some reason why, like maybe they both. Um, uh, autistic? Uh, not autistic, but they had the, a similar life experience, maybe something horrific happened to them when they, would, when they were babies, I don't know, they got dropped on, no, they didn't get dropped on their head, but something <laughs> happened like that. And, and then, you know, it all just clicks and it's really feel good. And um, Bill Murray's in it, as he would be. And also in it is, um, who's the one from Boardwalk Empire? The one the with man. the... Scary man, he's the Scary horse man. horseman.
2: The Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's the he's Fitz's dad and he like he's like really mean. He's getting really angry all the time. Um and the mum is uh Julia Roberts and uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's a happy ending. Everyone gets what they want and they realise and, and they figure out how he can learn stuff.
0: Fair enough, Max. I like it. And he graduates top of the class.
1: Close, yeah. He becomes class president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back, back for the uh... uh for the football team.
0: <laughs> I like it, I like it, Max. It's very different to what the actual film's gonna be, which is okay um Some kids do drugs at high school, um yeah. and one of their friends disappears, this girl. um And then he's kind of into adulthood. He's like left college and he keeps thinking about this girl. So he goes back to his hometown. He does the drugs to try and remember what happened, and it gets really fucking weird. That's all the trailer gives away, but it looks quite fun. I think he might yes. have killed her.
1: Okay. And who's directing it? And who, who's starring?
0: I don't know who's uh, directing it, but it's got Dylan O'Brien as the main character and. Uh, micah monroe who was in uh what if no if no what was it oh god if it follows is what she was in oh yeah which was a bit of a weird film but i would have watched that actually yeah it's worth a watch
1: yeah yeah fine
0: um jordan we're going to give you a different one Mm. because why not um yours is called chaos walking and this is going to actually be a genuinely big film next year
2: chaos walking yeah god bloody that is that's an open title okay so it's a uh, spin-off of the Sonic series, oh, yeah. uh, focusing on Chaos the Hedgehog, who's Sonic's evil nemesis. Uh, and it's focusing on his plan to get Eggman from the weird universe that he ends up in. Does he end mushroom. up in a mushroom universe?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Right? And it's his the trials and tribulations of Chaos kind of walking the earth to try and resurrect Eggman, who's the one person who can end Sonic's reign on earth. Uh, and as he's going along, he acquires different people from Sonic's past who have been trapped in other parts of the universe. Effectively, he's like a bit of a Doctor Strange type character who can pull people through different parts of the universe. Uh, eventually he gets to Eggman and he's kind of forged this un- unbelievable army, uh, which leads into a Sonic cinematic universe, which is going to be lots of different Sonic characters all fighting. It gets, it's going to be like, imagine Marvel, uh, imagine Avengers Civil War, but it's all the good people from Sonic versus all the bad people from Sonic. That's a of the film that it's leading into. I
0: would go and watch that film in a heartbeat.
2: And that is Chaos Walking.
0: I'll be honest, pretty close to what it's actually going to be.
2: If it's got anything to do with Eggman, I'm so in.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay, um, what is it actually? Is it because it's got your boy Tom Holland in it. Um, okay, he lives in like a poker, uh, a poker a Pokemon world, <laughs> <laughs> a post-apocalyptic world um, where seemingly all women are dead. Um, it's only men, um, and they can see their thoughts are like kind of projected around their heads, um, and then all of a sudden Daisy Ridley appears and okay. everyone's trying to, like, capture her because somehow women have this power over everyone. I don't really understand the trailer, if I'm honest, but it looks like it would be quite an interesting and a bit of, like, a just like a action romp.
1: The incel movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: Jesus. Look <laughs> at the woman. Yeah. yeah, literally, I think that is a line in it. So, um, a bit of a weird one.
1: <laughs> they revert to cavemen. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, that would make sense. I think if all women disappeared, we'd revert into cavemen very quickly. You yeah. And when does Chaos the Hedgehog turn up? Is that kind of midway through Chaos the film? Chaos the Hedgehog,
0: I think he only comes in in the third act.
2: Fine. Which yeah, I think
0: sense. is disappointing, but I guess limited CG budget.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, I, I'm I'm excited for the, the yeah. cinema scene in 2021. I've got to be honest with you. Even some of the yeah. films that you guys have brought up that I hadn't really thought about, I'm excited to see.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Who knows this time next year what we're going to have gone through. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. Lovely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make sure to edit this bit out because that's, that's that's a no. Uh, keep that in. Keep that in. I love
2: it. <laughs> what we've gone through.
0: <laughs> uh, right. So obviously no fecal sequels today, but we still have socials. find us on Instagram, <laughs> crap movie club. Um, also go check out the YouTube page. New videos coming weekly. Um, yeah. yeah that. I'd like to thank Max and Jordan for kind of uh, telling us about the films they're excited about. And I hope you're all as excited as I am to actually get into a cinema this year. You
1: sound excited.
0: Oh, mate, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. I'm <laughs> really excited to get into a cinema. I'll be honest, Tim. I'm so
0: hungry I've not had dinner.
2: Thank you for shepherding us through the, um, the whirlwind of 2021 and what's coming up. It's yeah, exciting. thank you
0: both. And thank you for Cheers. listening, everyone. S- see ya. See you ya. See ya
2: later.